is Dawn Schuler, certified trainer and business consultant at the Schuler Group with the People Thrive, Companies Thrive podcast. At the time of this recording, which is toward the end of May 2020, we are more than two and a half months into the COVID-19 very interesting situation. Some states are still mandating shelter in place, while other states have opened up. The future is changing constantly. Our new normal shifts from day to day. At the beginning of all this, back in March, we might have had a spike in adrenaline. Let's just push through and we have to figure out how to work remotely and how do we manage our employees? How do we work together as a team? And there's this big scramble to figure it all out. And then, of course, continuing, continuing, continuing. With many of the companies we've talked to, things are all over the place. Of course, some essential workplaces remained open with staff and employees in the workplace. Others shut down their physical office spaces and employees worked from home. Other companies may have had a skeleton staff on site with the other employees either furloughed or working remotely. And so now that things are changing and states are trying to open back up, some companies who were not in their physical spaces are going back to work in phases with reduced staff. Some companies aren't planning on reopening their office spaces until July. Others are looking at a phased approach, as I mentioned, with the possibility that as spikes will probably continue to pop up, that there may be this flip-flop from in the office, not in the office, limited staff in the office to no staff in the office. Some companies are looking at that it may be a full year or year and a half until they are 100% fully staffed on site. And we don't know. So what does all of this mean? It means we, many of us, are at capacity. What I mean by that is that we have a certain amount of bandwidth. Let's call them energy units. I may have used this analogy before. We have 100 energy units. Well, in normal times, we might have had the full 100 energy units to use for a normal day. Now, however, I can almost guarantee you that nobody is operating at the full 100 energy units. Their capacity is reduced. Everything from because they're working remotely, things take longer because they don't have all of the equipment or the facilities or even the computer power to do even the routine tasks they were doing before. Our living situations may be quite different. Maybe we've got children at home who were, might still be 
trying to be homeschooled or at least learning remotely. You might have adult children like we do living with us because this was the safer place to be. So many variations that I couldn't quite come up with a whole list, but everything is different. And that difference picks at our energy units. It pokes holes in them. We just don't have the capacity we had to. But yet, we expect ourselves to operate at the same capacity. Maybe even our organizations and the companies for whom we work expect that. You have certain things you have to get done, get them done. Well, what if it takes longer or there are more distractions or you don't have the support or you're anxious or you're sad or you're depressed? All of that comes into play. Why I wanted to talk to you about this is because we expect too much of ourselves and we might even be expecting too much of others because we revert back to, well, this is what I'm used to or this is my productivity level that I know I can do in normal times. This is the job description or the roles, responsibilities that I expect from my staff. We have to remember that many of us are at capacity and our productivity is just not there. I have had to figure this out the hard way. Lessons cost extra, evidently. And even though I created a training and did an episode on navigating turmoil in times of crisis and self-care was one of the number one things I talked about. I thought I was doing more self-care. I've taken more naps in the last two months than I've taken in the last two years. I've looked at the number of hours I'm working and I'm not working as many hours, trying to be a little kinder to myself and not expect as much. I've been trying to journal and meditate more. I've taken more baths. So in my mind, I was practicing self-care. And I was, that is true. But it wasn't enough. So the lessons I've learned is that over the last four weeks, once a week, I have had some almost debilitating experience that knocked me flat on my rear end. The first week was a panic attack. My family had been going out doing the shopping. I hadn't yet done it. I knew what the regulations were. I knew people had to wear face masks six feet apart, limiting number of people into stores. I knew it all intellectually, but I hadn't experienced it. And so I had a major panic attack on my way home from the grocery store. It just took me completely by surprise. That was week one. Week two, I got a urinary tract infection, which I haven't had one of those for 15, 20, 25 years. What the heck? Also had a little bit of back problems. 
along with that. So it was like, ah, very not fun. Week three, I got a fever and chills, not coronavirus, because it's not the only virus in town, but because of my stress and my anxiety level and the two weeks before, I know my immune system was depleted. Again, I'm at capacity and I'm hitting that capacity wall much sooner than I realize. Recovered from my fever within a couple of days, fine. And then last week, I had extreme muscle spasms in my back where the only thing I could do was either lie in bed or sit and not move for two days. I have to tell you, I was a little floored, almost literally, by what was happening to me. And I really had to not just slow down, I had to stop. Canceled client calls, trainings, and did nothing for three days. There's this saying that you know, the universe sends you a message by whispering in your ear, and if you don't listen, then taps you on your shoulder. And if you still don't listen, then whacks you upside the head with a two by four. And you can substitute universe, God, or your spiritual belief of choice, but you've probably heard something similar. So yes, I got whacked up by a two by four, what, four times? And realized I just cannot expect myself to operate at the same level, doing the same things, I need to take a break. And not just a, oh, let me go take a nap or go down to the meditation room for 15 minutes, but just completely disconnect. This is actually my first day back because it happened around Memorial Day weekend. And so I took a couple of extra days off and I feel good today. I've been productive, which is quicksand a bit because it's so tempting to fall into that, oh, be productive, get things done, be the way that I used to be, crank stuff out, be excited. That's tempting. And if I fall back into that, I'm going to get knocked on my rear end again. And that's not good. Definitely not good for me, not good for my family, not good for my clients, not good for our company. So I really want you to look at your capacity. We are all affected. We aren't taking breaks. If you can't go anywhere, there's no vacation to take. So most people aren't taking vacations. They're just plowing on ahead, waiting for that return to the old normal, which there never will be. You have to accept that things probably aren't working as well as they used to, whether that's technology, equipment, tasks, people. So you have to take into account that it might take longer 
to do the things that we used to do. And that's going to add its own stress. If you're doing a task that took 10 minutes and now it takes you 15 minutes, you're going to be frustrated by that. That also reduces your energy units. Stress, tension, anxiety, that is going to reduce your energy units by a decent amount. Just changes in schedule and structure and environment can also reduce your energy units. My adult daughter and her boyfriend are living with us during coronavirus. She normally lives and works in Philadelphia. She's here in Maryland with us, with her boyfriend and her cat. I'll say more about the cat in an upcoming episode. Life is different. We love having my daughter and her boyfriend here. It's, it's been wonderful. We've had some amazing conversations. We've become even closer and connected. And our life is different. We have two more people in the house. The dishwasher is running once or twice a day. There's more laundry. There's more dirt. There's more people and bodies to navigate around and schedules to coordinate with four people trying to work from home. All of that takes its toll. So even if something is a somewhat good thing, like having my daughter and her boyfriend here, which is lovely, there can still be an element of it that saps your energy units. So you have to be aware that you're at capacity much sooner than you normally would be. So what do you do about that? Well, for me, I am learning that I don't just, I can't just rely on a nap here or there or a bath or going for a walk. I need to be much more serious about my self-care. I need to say no more often. I need to put more boundaries around my personal time as well as my work time. I need to not feel guilty if I just want to go into my bedroom, read a book with a glass of wine, and not really spend time with my family that evening. What are you going to do to not just increase your capacity, because that's not what it's about. It's about taking care of yourself and being okay with whatever capacity level you are at. Because if you're hitting that capacity wall over and over and over, the results could truly be dangerous. I don't want to end up in a hospital. And that was my wake-up call last week. Because the last time I had excruciating muscle spasms like that, I went to the ER. I don't want to do that again for lots of reasons. So I need to take care of myself. You need to take care of yourself. And you also need to make sure that your employees are taking care of themselves. You can't mother them or father them or parent them, but you do need to be understanding and you do need to check in with them personally 
and say, how are you doing? How are your stress levels? There might not be anything you can do about it, but they'll appreciate your checking in. Maybe reducing their work hours. Yes, things aren't getting done at the same levels they were before, and it's taking longer to get things done. So it sounds counterintuitive to reduce their time that they're working even more. But otherwise, burnout is going to end up being a big problem for the employees that are trying to do the work that they used to do in a different environment, in their office, in the world. It's now all different. So you might need to change your expectations of their environment, their deliverables, their timelines. We had one of our clients just decided to close the organization for a day. An unexpected day off because she could see that people were getting burnt out. I would love to hear your feedback on what you're doing to take care of yourself, how you're taking care of your employees. And if you want to brainstorm some ideas, absolutely reach out. You can find me at www.theshulergroupllc.com. Remember to take care of yourself. And until next time, may you thrive.